Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition Politics and Random. Berto Will is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. Hey, guys, voting has begun. Over 8 million people have already voted. We are expecting 120, 130, a whole lot of people to vote. It's a lot of attention on this election. A lot of people are interested. You need to help your brothers, your sisters, your neighbors, your cousins, and everybody to make the right choices. Have great, respectful conversations with everybody. Put it on the line. Let it be known that it's not only democracy that's on the ballot, but also and on the ballot is are things to make your life better or not. We know already what austerity brings. We know already what moving uh, uh, the transfer of wealth to the top does. We are living it since for the last 50 years. Let's not fall for it, people. Let's not fall for it. So people, let's do this. Let's become the ambassadors of America. The ambassadors to America to Americans. Yes, I know ambassadors are usually for a foreign country, etc. But we need to be ambassadors for ourselves going forward. This election is real. Uh, It has a material impact on many people. There are those who have many elitists on both sides, both the progressive side and the democratic side and the uh, right-wing side. They they can they can look at an election and says, well, we lost this one. Uh, let's see if we can try to win the other one. But the reality is it presents a clear and present danger for many Americans. So please, 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 please. Let's all do the work. Let's all invest in our fellow person. Let's all make sure that everybody votes. I want to show you first of all uh, my screen. Uh, let me get to the get to the the thing that I sent out today. I said, winning the mid the twenty twenty two midterm election starts new. You know, in my in the previous shows that I did, I always had, and uh, uh, the, it's time it's a time for the but what, I, we we had a little thing. I, I, let me in fact, I still have it here. I used to play this, and I'm going to play it a little bit later. But first, let me welcome everybody. Ryan W. Featherstone, welcome aboard. Lee Grant, welcome aboard. Peggy Lopez is in the house. Welcome aboard. Michael Rudnan is in the house. Welcome aboard. May Wood is in the house. Welcome aboard. Eric Hayes is in the house. Welcome aboard. AVQ, brother Rudnan is in the house. As well as May Wood. Peggy Lopez, I think I called you out already. The great things is that we have a balanced room, a very well-balanced room. That is what America is all about. That is all of what America is all about. All right, let's get busy to all my great peeps that are listening right now. Um, I used to have the blog of the week. Actually, now it's blog of the day, and I'm probably going to bring it back. I do a lot of writing, a lot of articles, and sometimes because of the way we do the program, a lot of it doesn't get done. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the, the, the newsletter I say I have several newsletters, the Newstack news, uh, the uh, the the Substack newsletter, the Medium articles that I send out every day, several a day sometimes, and also uh, another one that I send out frequently. Welcome to the program, Alistair Waters. Welcome to the program, 
Paul Wellington. It's great to have you here. Thank you so kindly for being here. So here's the music that we used to have in the past. We haven't done it in a long time. I'm going to see if it works. Let's see if it works or not. It's time for the weekly blog post. That is what we used to have in the when this show several years ago started. Every we always started the program after going through the introductions with a blog post. And I want to read this one that I just sent out to my peeps, all of you. I sent it out to I think probably five, six thousand people. All right, it goes like this. Uh, if we do our part, we will win in two weeks. There and the person who we're talking to, we can win the midterms in 2022, but there are a lot of headwinds. Some of them are out of our control, but if we believe what I believe, most Americans, given respect and truth, will ultimately make the right choices. The problem for truth tellers is that our economic and political systems are designed assuming most Americans are puppets. They create false narratives to direct your purchases, your beliefs, and your vote. The only antidote to neutralize those in power manipulating us all is to be a source that is both reputable and respectful to all. Our publications from which our radio media programs are derived have earned that trust Independent sources continue to rate our content as highly factual. And I show the picture of our highly factual uh, publications right here on the screen for you to see. As one, as one who solely does independent media for the progressive cause, it is important that we are funded to allow us to expand our reach. We have the canny ability to reach not only people on the left, but people on the right without losing our own values. I can speak to Eric. I can speak to, uh, to Lee Grant. I can speak to all these folks respectfully and have a conversation on opinions, have a conversation on facts without losing their respect or without them losing my respect. Given what all, given what the Republican leadership have done to their party, Democrats and progressives should be running away with most of the races, including those in the red states. So, why are they not? Professional marketers are in charge, just like we inexplicably often pay more for filtered city utility water than milk or gasoline. We elect lousy candidates with well-designed false narratives. Unfortunately, Democrats never hit back enough because they must play ball with some of their own donors that are happy with the status quo. Likewise, mainstream media, whether right-wing or normal, depend on advertising for those whose products, services, and values or anathema to ours. The only solution to the problem that continues to have many of our fellow citizens make wrong choices is to robustly support 
independent media whose sole responsibility is to inform and guide truthfully. Most support cable news or other networks at inflated prices that ill-inform or misinform them. Independent media asks for very little to do a big job. So please support us and other independent media. That is how we lay the path to elect politicians that share our values and fulfill our needs and values. All of the work we do in this movement is supported by you, our donors, subscribers, sharers, contributors, and everybody else. And I gave a link to all the different places that we continue to put the message out over and over on various different platforms, but we need to expand that. So please remember, continue to support what we do because it is very important that we just get the truth out. Very important that we just get the truth out. So uh, that, that is, a, that is the um, newsletter that I sent out today with the expectation that we can continue to move forward. So let me go ahead and get to what you guys are talking about. Marywood says, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Michael Rodden says, I just got home being very busy. You're always busy, and I trust that you're feeling a lot better, Senil Rodden. I hope so. Peggy Lopez says, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Arkansas are America's most unsafe states on scales of crime, car crashes, natural disasters, joblessness, and more. Want better security? Move to Vermont. Bernie Sanders home. All right. Eric Hayes says, administration claim he is responsible for reduction in deficit. Um, no, sorry. It has increased under his watch. That is a false statement. Again, uh, you have to continue. There's the difference between the debt and deficit. Okay? Debt and deficit. Please learn the difference before you make too many comments. All right? Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Michael Rona says, unlikely voters... Those citizens who aren't do routinely vote during midterm elections will determine the outcomes of so many election races. And I think we may actually get a tipping point uh, on our direction, but we'll see. Uh, I, am, I have faith that I don't believe in faith. I have trust that enough Americans know the truth, whether they go out there and instantiate their truth. That's the issue. Peggy Lopez says, I go tomorrow to get training to work the polling place as a worker to help folks vote here in Tahama County. Tahama County. Boop, boop. Very well, Peggy Lopez. Peggy Lopez is our hero of the day. Ryan W. Featherstone says, go vote. Lee Grant says, hey, y'all. Ryan uh, Featherstone as well says, or else we could potentially lose our democracy. True. Alistair Waters, or beautiful Alistair Waters, says... There was a bit of a wait when I got to my polling location yesterday. It took a little over a half hour. I will be going to the location a little bit later in the week. We get two weeks to do it. I'm going to go a little bit later so that that, that initial rush everybody wants to go kind of mitigates itself. But maybe I'll get lucky and still have to form a long line. If I have to form a long line to execute my duty, I will form that long line. All right. Let's see what else we got. Michael Rodden says, I already sent out my absentee ballot. Whoop, whoop. Responsible Michael Rodden. Thank you, sir. A blast from the past. You remember that, Ryan? Blast from the past. The not-too-distant past for me, actually. 
Michael Rensa Egberto, I haven't heard that jingle in years. I know, man. I know. But it's probably going to come back. Oh, Bruce says, oops, late again. Vote in Friday. Hey, Bruce, great for you, man. I'm gonna, I, Ashley and I are going to go sometime this week to go vote. Lee Grant says, uh, Maywood, I'm great. Eric Hayes says, remove the hot air blown by both sides rhetoric. And we have a good system. Eric, you and I just agreed on something, man. We just agreed on something. The anarchists on the left, because we have quite a few of those, not a lot, very little, but if we can get rid of them and the entire right wing, we'll be doing great. Peggy Lopez says, San Francisco Bay Area is rocked by 5.1 magnitude earthquake that rattled buildings and shock, shook windows early this morning. Didn't know about it. Bridge MCP says, hey, all can't stay. Play nice. Bridge, we always welcome your guidance. Thank you for being for stopping in just to say, even if just to say hi. Uh, Lee Grant says, we'll be voting soon to protect my interest in not letting Texas descend into a leftist abyss. What about letting Texas descend into a, 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 a state that makes life better for not only you, Lee Grant, but all those that you love? Let's think about that. Uh, Mike Cisak says, people must live in reality and see all the problems such as inflation and cause by these in power, which means Democrats. Actually, you were absolutely right up until you said Democrats. You should, well, you know, you should say neoliberals, and then I could, I could be in with uh, agreement with you 100%. Because there are neoliberal liberals, and most Republicans are neoliberals, so uh, we would have been in concordance then. All right. Uh, let's see. Eric says, I will keep making comments. You should look at source and link before you berate others. I don't, if, if your comment starts with a lie, right? Why would I even attempt to go to the source? Given that I have the objective fact-based information. Now, if I learn something from you, which I have learned from many of you already, that's great. But when you start from a, a premise based on a lie, which we are very well aware of, I won't waste the time to go to a, 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 a source that would have to then be considered fraudulent. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get started. The question is, why are Democrats allowing Republicans to get the upper hand on crime? I have yet to see all the commercials, the ads on TV that says, we, we are strengthening the economy. We want to protect a woman's rights and don't fall for the crap that Republican politicians are claiming about crime. They are the criminals and they are the ones that maintain very high crime in their districts. They are the ones that maintain crimes in their states. They are the ones, if we want to look at one of the crimiest cities, look at Tulsa and look at Oklahoma City and it's governed by who? They have nothing to say about Democrats and crime because we are looking for a solution that actually works. And check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. We also know that seven out of the top 10 states with the worst violent crime rates are run by Republicans. So why do Democrats seem to be losing this issue so badly? Not seeming to. Polls show they are. Well, look, historically, you know, newsflash, Republicans have had an advantage on on issue uh, fighting crime. Newsflash, Republicans have also had an issue uh, issue advantage going back to when I was polling at, at the DNC for Governor Dean uh, in 2006 around around econ- around the economy. But it is, it is it is about sort of connecting the dots for, for Democrats on on crime. When you connect the dots with the issue of guns, Democrats have a big advantage on guns right now. Uh, so it, there's 
there's we look for this, this silver bullet variable. And, yeah, Republicans want to make that conversation all about crime and a Democrat would be foolish to, to take that bait and make the conversation all completely about crime. He or she who, who defines the debate is typically the one that's going to going to win the debate. If Democrats want to sort of pitch this forward focus and talk about the future, talk about gun safety, talk about freedom and, and, re, and reproductive rights. And Republicans want to make this about inflation and and crime because that because that because that, that clearly benefits them. It's just basic camp, camp, campaign tactics. But I will tell you right now, the issue of guns is is different now than I've ever seen it because it's typically been an issue where Democrats have not wanted to touch and it's broken solidly for, for Republicans and, and Republicans vote around the issue. Now, especially with the young people, particularly I give a lot of credit to the young people in Florida who started mobilizing around this. The issue of guns and gun safety is a is an issue that is now breaking uh, solidly for Democrats. Absolutely. So, so we must pick it up and run with it again. We're not we're not changing the narrative to a crime narrative. What we're doing is putting our message out there. You're taking the rights away from women and we are going to make sure to restore it. You're you're taking away the economic rights of students and we are there to solve that problem. You are you're you're doing all these things and then you include and don't forget on crime Democrats are better on crime because we looked for solutions. All you do is talk while crime balloons in your cities as you unleash guns onto the population indiscriminately, creating not only criminality within uh, using guns to kill, but also kids killing kids with guns, people finding guns in homes as it has occurred even a few days ago here in Houston and having a 13-year-old kill another 12-year-old by accident because of the proliferation of guns that you guys unleashed on Americans. That's all you have to do. Welcome aboard, Yvette Avery Hera, the great seeing you, my dear Mike Cisak. Welcome aboard. Mike Cisak, I think that is a complete, a complete lie that you said. You said, Egberto had an economist on his show and said it was all spending by the government that caused the inflation. We absolutely never said that. In fact, the economist you're talking about is Richard Wolf, and Richard Wolf completely agrees with me that the inflation right now is a fraud. I repeat, the inflation that we're seeking or looking at right now is a fraud by the uh, corporations against Americans. And if Americans want to hold somebody accountable, hold the corporations accountable and those who support them. And who are those who support them? But mostly the Republicans and neoliberal Democrats. All right. The people that we need to make sure and put into power are those people who support middle class America and poor America, the, the rich America who have already pilfered us all will be, will be fine. They'll, they can take care of themselves. All right. I have, uh, let's see if I need anything to read immediately. Let's go ahead and play the second video. This, uh, uh, what I wanted to do, right? I wanted to bring on somebody on the ground in Pennsylvania to really see what's happening. Is it really as close as it seems? What's the mindset of people? And I, w I went to somebody that's right down the middle. It's a friend of mine from the coffee party, brought him in. We had a good conversation. Here it is. And then we'll take it on the other side. Welcome to another edition of Politics and Writers. Everybody know Pennsylvania is the ground zero of what's occurring and I, I hear a lot on the news, but I wanted to listen to somebody on the ground, somebody that I trust, somebody that 
it's neither left or right that's going to spin what's actually going on. And I couldn't think of a better person than my former colleague at Coffee Party, exec, uh, one of our members on the board, Tim Danahy. Tim Danahy, how are you doing today, my brother? I am doing well. Always delighted to be with you, Egberta. Well, look, um, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is um, we, we, we have the Fetterman, uh, the Fetterman Ed race going on right now, Oz, the Fetterman Oz race going on right now. And I don't really know what's going on, where the people, where the people's minds are from. I know you interface with a lot of people. You're on the ground a lot of times. How or what are people telling you? At this stage of the game, the perception that I have is that Fetterman uh, is in the lead. Uh, his health issues have been attacked. Um, uh, how, how can I put this? But it brings attention to strokes and recovery. And so the more people learn, he actually becomes a somewhat sympathetic character and an attacks by a doctor uh, become uh, unseemly. And so um, uh, that's something he has to fend as uh, there are concerns that way. Uh, the, the attack ads which are occurring are horribly unfair, as they are across the country, I'm sure, and your, your listeners can attest to that. It, it, it's uh, nothing but fear-mongering. Fetterman's um, vulnerability is primarily his um, forgiveness of criminals who have served time, uh, who have... Uh, Murders from prison. Well, no, um, it's a situation where the driver of a car who did not hold a gun or shoot a person uh, uh, drove a car and the, somebody else shot the person. Should that driver also spend his life in prison, although he had nothing to do directly with killing that type of thing? It's a very nuanced attack uh, on Fetterman. I think it got some traction. I think closer than it was before. Um, but um, I, I think Fetterman is also um, pointing out some flaws, typical flaws in Republican candidates right now. So do you feel that uh, the Pennsylvania voter, enough of the Pennsylvania voters will be sufficiently sophisticated to make the delineation that you just put out there as far as uh, crime as far as uh, many of these other issues? Uh, I think he is vulnerable on the crime just due to the fact that uh, it requires a, a level of understanding to understand that issue. So naturally, uh, the, the Republican candidate is preying upon it. Um, however, uh, Oz is a deeply flawed candidate himself. Uh, first of all, he lives in New Jersey and he lives in Florida. He lives in, in Turkey, you know, those three places. Uh, that That's something uh, you do not want a New Jersey person running for office in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, he also has made statements, uh, you know, regarding the uh, lack of forgiveness on abortions. He has uh, uh, he, he has a checkered past himself. So. Um, so while the race has narrowed and Oz has gained, I do believe that 
of defenses for Fetterman is shoring up. Fetterman still in an advantageous position, but it's still, still two weeks till the election. Now, what's enthusiasm? I know that uh, one of the things is that um, they really have to get their performance out of Philadelphia and a few other uh, very, uh, very more, I don't want to say progressive, but more areas that are are commensurate with what uh, Democrats are, are looking for. How are how is that enthusiasm seeming from your point of view? Uh, I, I think the early voting numbers are strong. I cannot address the Philadelphia issue and whether the votes are coming out of Philadelphia uh, like we would need. Um, but um, Betterman is very interesting in that he's doing something different than uh, typical Democrats uh, do. And that is uh, he goes to every county. It could be the reddest of red counties. And he goes there and he wins votes. So while Philadelphia, urban centers such as Philadelphia and uh, Pittsburgh are very important, <laughs> excuse me, well, they're very important, Fetterman has worked hard to uh, distribute uh, his support into surrounding counties and people, I think, are appreciating that. You know, that is such a very important point that you just placed it and that I think Democrats fail to take advantage of all the time. It's not about winning every district or winning every county. It's about making your losing less loss, less losing in those districts that mitigate for that wherever you overperform. I mean, that is a very important point that you've just mentioned here. Um, now, with the governor's race, it seems like that one is almost a runaway for Shapiro, especially since that candidate, if Oz is flawed, this guy is in the in the, in the dumpster. Uh, Mastriano is, is odd to the extreme. Uh, Shapiro, I, I, I might make mention too. Uh, Shapiro is an exceptionally good man. You, you know, it's it's not like uh, in many races where you have to uh, say pick the lesser of two evils. Right. Drug companies. He went after abuses in the Catholic Church, uh, which Mastriano uh, used to as a political thing, saying because uh, Shapiro is Jewish, he goes after Christian religions. You know, Mastriano is is out there. Shapiro is a good man. Mastriano um, uh, I, I is so deeply flawed. I do not understand how a man like that. Uh, could possibly win a party's primary unless the party has become so shrunken, so devoid of principle, uh, as to uh, allow a man like that to rise up to uh, the candidate for governor. Even the Republicans um, uh, in uh, Pennsylvania, uh, the, the traditional Republicans, are running fast and far from them. Well, you know, what's interesting, Tim, is that um, you just said something that I, I really want to address. And that is, yes, there are a lot of these very flawed candidates running in the Republican Party, candidates that supported January 6th, candidate that, candidates that don't believe in fair elections, etc. But bottom line, we've become so polarized that people are uh, just going to their corners and voting for these folks. In this case, the, the danger ones are on the right. I mean, uh, uh, and... You have to start asking your questions. Uh, when will all Americans start accepting responsibility to ensure that their vote is not on a party line 
but a vote that really elects the best person to solve the problems. Your thoughts? We were with the coffee party where we tried to bring a lot of that to the forefront, getting people to be able to talk to each other that they they feel they feel. Uh, th- that they they don't feel guilty when they have to go transpartisan, if you if you will. Well, it's amazing that twelve years ago, uh, Tea Party seemed crazy, uh, but n- but now it's almost as if the Tea Party is the moderate, and, <laughs> and we could easily discuss issues with them. I mean, how far have we gone since two thousand ten? So, um, you know, uh, I recently read a book called. I'm sorry, I didn't get the name that you comped up. I really uh, want to get that name. Uh, Eight Days in May. Got it. And, uh, and I don't know the, the author of this, but uh, it, it was about the eight days uh, between the time that uh, uh, Hitler died and Germany surrendered. Gotcha. And one, one of the interesting thoughts was is the day that uh, it was announced that Hitler uh, had died, uh, it, it's anecdotal, but, but one German person said, it was as if um, all of a sudden people people's minds turned on again. Wow. You know? Yeah. And, and, and as a result, you know, of course, you have your hardcore people involved with this and everything. But it's, it's as if they all of a sudden they started thinking again. And as a result, the process of healing and building and uh, constructing um Occurred. And, and actually, you know, in, in that period of time, just to show the extremes after Hitler died and before the German, whenever they surrendered to German or uh, German surrendered, uh, the United States put in like a 48 or hour window that Jews were fleeing to Germany to escape the Russians. Wow. And, and it, it was a fascinating story. So. Uh, perhaps at some point, uh, reason will prevail again. And um, I, I, I do have a, an abiding faith in the American people. Uh, as Winston Churchill says, you can always count on the American people to do the right thing after they've tried everything else. You, you know, and, I, I, I love that you said that because, you know, in the book that I have called It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relative Friends and Neighbors, one of the areas that I have in the book that I said, we also have to give these people a place to land. In other words, you have to ensure. And one of the reasons I know, and I know you know this well, after being a board of direct board of directors on the coffee party, we surely believe we have faith in people. And we don't make anyone our enemies, no matter how they come. They are never our enemies because we know that in the long run, folks will come home. Well, uh, the Roman general Scipio, he said, never surround your enemy. He says, uh, get them on three sides and allow them to to flee on the the fourth side. And that way you avoid the costly nature of the siege. You know, and and where no one wins, let let them have a back door to escape and regroup. And uh, Scipio was one of the great Roman generals. Same thing with with um, I would hope that Republicans would look at Democrats. This is not a matter of victory. You know, this this is a matter of of, of honor. Right. And um, you know, Joshua Chamberlain. You know, whenever Robert. Elite surrendered at Appomattox. Joshua Chamberlain, he didn't have his men make fun of him. He didn't have him fear him. 
he made all of his men stand at attention and salute fellow American, the man who led the insurrectionists of the Civil War. And he, he honored him and said, go ahead, take your guns home. You know, so keep your guns, take them home. You're Americans. We went through this. We won. You surrendered. No dishonor. You know, and, and that's the way we need to approach this. If we can do this in 1865, uh, I would hope that we can do this in 2022 and hereafter. Brother, you validate what I believe or what I'm doing. But uh, and, and I think it is so, so important. One of the things that I, I, I mean, uh, it, win or lose, I'm not going to be rubbing it in. I, you know, I mean, and I and I think that is so important because, again, uh, People, and, and I, I try to promote this a whole lot. People are victims, a lot, and I'm, I'm using the word victims uh, intentionally. People are victims to their rearing. People are victims to their upbringing. People are victims to their religion. People are victims to all these, these different structures that they had nothing to do with. And if some of those structures are defective, I think uh, to... To simply put the weight of blame on the individual does nothing for promoting moving forward. Your thoughts? Well, we're not looking for victory here. You right. know, we're, we're not looking. Uh, 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 our solutions are not absolute. Right. And the phrase, you know, perfection is the enemy of the good. Uh, we, you know, whenever we propose an infrastructure program or a chips or, or whatever the bill might be, it's not going to be perfect. I promise, you know, uh, even uh, uh, not reconstruction, but uh, after the depression. Okay. Uh, you can, you, you faded out a bit. You're talking about after the depression, right? Well, yeah. Or during the depression, the government programs, you know, and everybody talks about the waste and everything like that. But we created like seven or 11 million jobs in 30 days. And yes. people were complaining about 3000 people abusing the system. Egberto, we got to roll with it. You know, yes. we're going to roll right. We're going to roll left and hope that we eventually come in towards the center. Look, folks, uh, Tim. Give me your closer, because like I said, it's always a pleasure speaking to you. You're a man of wisdom. All right. I appreciate it. It's always an honor to be on your show. Thank you very much, Jay. Thank you very much. But anyhow, let's see what we got here. Whoa, good conversation going on here. We got, uh, let's see, let's see, let me scroll up, scroll up. Bruce is in, uh, is what I, I think where I stopped. Peggy Lopez says, oh no, I read that one already. Let's see, I need to scroll down some. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. We have Eric Hayes had a bad habit of sending links to unknown sites not listed in media bias fact check. He's not quite as bad as the three other conservatives who link primarily to known conspiracy mills. All right. Eric says Dems have no control now. Their policies has caused all the drama. So someone else's turn. Mm. You, you, Eric, one of these days you have to admit that you are you are simply a partisan, right? GOP correct, Democrats wrong. Uh, you're not you're not trying to be nuanced in saying some policies here are good, some policies here are bad. You just well, I mean that's not a good place to be, and that's where I'm trying. That's where I am not. 
Lee Grant says, Egberto, what do you think of manipulating the elections to boost a weak candidate so that they are defeated? What does that say about democracy? Actually, if they were sure that technique would win, meaning that you could judge that Americans would never vote for that guy, uh, it would kind of be, what can I say, the right thing to do. If, um, But I think it is, how should I put this? I think it's a crazy thing to do. I've gone back and forth with from technique's point of view because uh, g- generally Republican politicians play dirty. And I always say, well, maybe it's time for Democrats to play that dirty as well. But that is that is not dirty. That is, in my opinion, stupid. All right. Because as it turns out, Kerry Lake could possibly win. Right. And a few others. Right. So what can I say? Uh, Michael Rodney says Republicans prefer hard on crime solutions, which result in mass incarcerations. Their advantage is based on sloganeering and propaganda. It's, it, and to put it bluntly, it's, bare, it's based on scaring the bejesus out of people. That's what it's all about. Scaring the bejesus. E2247 says kleptocratic oligarchic, oligarchical uh, plutocratic theocrats who enable pedophilic insurrectionists are determined to partition the United States and sell all parts of the environment, locales, regions that are not sufficient quality to sustain individual fiefdoms in which these monsters can rule as feudal autocratic so-called leaders. You know, it's strong words, but it's hard to deny, right? All right. Eric Hayes says, far-left Democrat Ilan Omar. Ilan Omar is not a far-left Democrat. I like Ilan Omar because Ilan Omar is honest. She's a true patriot. And for those who continue to want to deny what those people who said defund, I don't use defund the police because too many people choose not to understand what it means, right? Uh, but the, the, the truth of the matter is you need to put the monies where the monies can do the best good. So not going to continue. Lee Grant says Democrats want, will have a hard time getting away from their defunding the police agenda. I know, especially when, the people who are defunding the police are Republicans, right? Anytime you hear tax cuts, remember, you're defunding something. Whenever you hear tax cuts, you are defunding something. So we should talk about Republicans defunding education, Republican politicians defunding police, Republican politicians defunding health care, because tax cuts stands for defunding. Remember that. Michael Rodney says, speaking of crime narratives, fear of crime is polling up at the same time that the actual crime rates are lower than historic rates from 20 years ago or before. Journalistic malpractice, that's that's what I said and I put in my uh, commercial, right? All right, let's continue. Rishi Sunak and Ashka Tamurti are 222nd richest people in Britain with a combined fortune of 730 pounds. Million pounds, that is, be token to the strong stronghold on even a fallen empire that plutocrats hold. Amazing, isn't it? In the U.S., the situation is worse. So how should the U.S. respond to the turn of events in the U.K. musical cheers leadership? The only solution is for the Labour Party to win. And I think that's forthcoming. All right, Lee Grant, defund the police is a good idea that got a bad slogan, which didn't catch on. Exactly. Oh, you see, I got the smartest people. Paul Fleming how, is in the house. How you doing, Paul? Brother Paul is in the house. And he says, hey, Republicans, voters, name five things that the person who voted for have said 
they do to fight inflation. And nothing that they've said would fight inflation. Very good catch, Brother Fleming. All right, let's see what else we got here. Uh, para ver, uh, let me keep scrolling, scrolling. Uh, I don't want to get into conversations with uh, get into other people's conversations. I spend, I spend to elect Rafael Warnock, Mandela Barnes, Catherine Cortez Masto, and John Fetterman. Will you do also? Thanks for considering it. Thank you for that plug. I am sure they'll be happy. I've given to um, to a lot of these different organizations five dollars here, ten dollars here, etc. Two dollars and seventy cents here. You know. Peggy Lopez has enjoyed the guests and especially like the dog saying hi to us all. I know, but I was supposed to cut it out because he was to say quite a bit more. But when he heard his wife coming in with the dogs, he said he kind of cut it short. And I didn't get, when I built the product, I didn't do it the right way. Anyhow, you win some and you lose some. All right, Michael Ren says, got to look at each individual issue that you actually care about and see where your politician stands. When you do this, you find the truth. I agree. I agree. Eric says, defund the police means not investigating or ask them. No, it does not. Are you interested in learning? Or are you interested in being corrupted by the people you follow? It's, it sure is, that seems like the latter. Let's go ahead and play my other video. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is on point. We need to remember what, what the Republicans are doing to women, taking away their rights. We need to remember what they're doing with immigration. We need to remember all those things. We need to remember that they're a clear and present danger. But we also have to make Americans feel that we are the ones who are best for the economy. I mean, the numbers already say it. Uh, the, the, the economy does better under Democrats than Republicans. That's not a question. That's, in, that's a fact you can look up, search, and look, even look at my website where I have actually done it. Recuerda eso. Recuerda eso. The economy does quite a few percentage points better under Democrats than it does under Republicans. So here's what Bernie had to say. Senator, thanks so much for joining us. So you've been calling on Democrats to focus on the economy, not only on other issues like abortion rights or or attacking Republicans. It has been months since you've been repeating this message. The election is 16 days away. How's it going? Are you worried Democrats still have not found the right message on the economy? Look, what I think, Jake, is at a time when working families are struggling, having a hard time filling up their gas tanks, uh, paying for food, paying for prescription drugs. We are living in a nation today where the richest people are doing phenomenally well. And one of the reasons for inflation is the incredible level of corporate greed. Check out the profits of the oil companies, the drug companies, the food companies. They're Sky high profits are ripping off the American people. And there are studies out there that estimate that 50 percent of inflation has to do with corporate greed. So I think what the Democrats have got to say is we are going to stand with working people. We're prepared to take on the drug companies. We're prepared to take on the insurance companies and create an economy that works for all of us. Is the abortion issue important? Yes. But we have also got to focus on the struggles of working people to put food on their table. I am worried about the level of uh, voter turnout among young people and working people who will be voting Democratic. And I think, again, what Democrats have got to do is contrast their economic plan with the Republicans. What are the Republicans talking about? They want to cut Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid at a time when millions of seniors 
are struggling to pay their bills. Do you think that's what we should be doing? Democrats should take that to them. Democrats want to have Medicare negotiate prescription drug prices. We pay 10 times more for the same drugs that are sold in Canada. Republicans refuse to do that. So I think what we have got to do is contrast what a strong pro-worker Democratic position is with the corporate agenda of the Republicans. I, and I hear your message. I think Democrats control the House and the Senate and the White House. And inflation is really high. And I'm having a def- tough time making ends meet. Why should I vote for you again? Well, we have half the votes, exactly half the votes in the Senate and a tiny majority uh, in the House. And I think it's important that when we talk about inflation, Republicans will say, well, this is Joe Biden's fault. Really? Our inflation rate is much too high. It is 8%. It is 10% in the UK, 10% throughout Europe, 7% in Canada. Inflation is a global problem caused, A, by the breaking of supply chains because of the pandemic, by the war in Ukraine, and as I said, significant part of inflation has to do with corporate greed. What are the Republicans' response to inflation? What do they want to do? Well, maybe they want to cut wages for workers. Do they want to raise the minimum wage? No, they don't. So I think it's important to take the attack to the Republicans. What do they want to do other than complain? But bottom line is, you cannot cut Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, which is what they want to do. We have got a lower prescription drug cost, which is not what they want to do. And that's a fact, Jack. Here, look. Um, and, and that is what, you know, when, when Bernie says that the, the Democrats have to talk about the economy, it's not just talking about uh, taking away a woman's rights. That's true. You have to hammer that in. It's not only about removing democracy with these people who believe in, 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 in a voter that Biden didn't win or believe there's election fraud when there isn't, even after there's elected Supreme Court justices, they're elected uh, uh, district justices, etc., have stated categorically that there was no what again, no uh, no corruption uh, in the no voter irregularities of any consequences in the 2020 election. And moreover, when they did find election fraud in 2020, the ones who were found affecting the election fraud were generally Democrats and Trump, I mean, not Democrats, Republicans and Trump supporters. The ones caught doing election fraud was Democrats, or I'm sorry, why do I keep saying that? Election fraud was Republicans and they 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 got a slap on their wrist for something that otherwise would have gotten a much larger uh, penalty, if you will. All right, Mike C-Sex says, I'd be a millionaire if I were able to save my entire FICA taxes over my working life and saved in my private retirement account. You don't know that. And the reason you don't know that is that the, 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 the stock market is a fraud and you could have just hit a dip and got screwed like many of my friends did. I remember a few of my friends were millionaires and after the crash in 2008, they became much less than millionaires. In fact, some of them went back to work. They were singing high. It's, it's never going to stop. We're going to keep going. And I would be like, it's a fraud. It's a gamble. I mean, I lost a ton of money on AOL. You remember when AOL got bought by who was it? The Verizon? No, it, but I remember well. Folks, we have to be smarter. We got to be smarter. Uh, Lee Grant says, these talks of a new Republican House will impeach Biden for soliciting the Saudis uh, to aid his election. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, I think it's got, look, put it this way. If Republicans take over the House, I doubt it, but if they take over the House, remember what kind of show we're going to have. We're going to have a Marjorie Taylor show, and we're going to have all these crazies go out there, and it's going to, America will just look uh, worse after having elect, making the mistake to elect Donald Trump. They would look even worse. It is, it is amazing. It is amazing. All right. Uh, let, again, uh, let's see. Egberto, maybe your friends had their eggs in one bag. No, they didn't. The whole market went down, guy. There were a few, a few things that went up who betted against the market. You had people who created collars. You had people who created derivatives that were based on the failure of the economic system. And they won big. Most Americans aren't sophisticated enough to know how to do things like that. Anyhow, let's go ahead and do my ask, and then we'll uh, move on from there. Let's go ahead and do the ask. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure, again, that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, and get our books at politicsdoneright.com slash books. Absolutely so, folks. So please support the program. I have all the links in there. And by the way, I got the links for my book nights. Politicsunright.com slash tribulations. Politicsunright.com slash tribulations. And if you want to support us on Medium, politicsunright.com slash medium. You want to support us with our new podcast, politicsunright.com slash podcast paid. So I have that all uh, in, the sh in, the, in the thing there. Please Find a way to support us if you have the wherewithal to do so. We cannot do this without you. And that is all we do. All this work that we do is all supported by whom? Ustedes. Ustedes nos soportan. Ustedes se aseguran de que podemos dar todo este, este, los, los videos, el sonido y todo. Nosotros te lo damos todo. We give it all to you. So please support us. Seven. Oh, I, 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 I just lost it. I was about to go into my KPFT pitch. Oh, my God. 
I was about to go into my KPFT pitch. I don't do that till tomorrow. Anyhow, uh, folks, please go ahead and support us best you can. I really ask you that so kindly. All right. Uh, we are almost done here. I have all the videos complete. Uh, Mike Rodden wants me to read something. He says, Texas Public Radio, 40% of active duty female troops live in states with abortion bans or restrictions. You'd figure that this might be that might start affecting military readiness as women who live in red states ask for transfers following the abortion issue. This might cause military base closures in the next few years. So imagine how towns that rely on those bases will feel soon. Okay. So folks, uh, you know how that goes. Um, we are about to end this program. I want to thank you so kindly for being here with me. I want to thank you so kindly for all the support we get from you. Paul Fleming says, the notion that Republicans can uh, care about the deficit is the biggest lie in American politics. As long as the wealth and corporations get their tax cuts, deficit be damned. And, and, and uh, uh, Liz Cheney's daddy said it. Vice President Cheney says, deficits doesn't matter. So remember that. Cheney said, deficit doesn't matter. Tom C. says, if Chuck Grassley, 89 years old, wins another uh, term as senator and the GOP takes over the Senate, he will be the president pro tempore and third in line of presidential succession. So you think Biden is old? Oh, it's, he's only old if he's a Democrat. Only old if he's a Democrat. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here before I go. Paul from AVQ. Paul, Republicans don't care about deficits while in power. It's an excuse for obstructionism when their opposition wants to pass social spending. Every case says, tell future generations deficit don't matter. You go talk to Cheney. I think he's in your party, right? He said it, but I mean, the, he was actually right. Uh, deficits don't matter if you have uh, if you have a sovereign currency and you make sure to manage it appropriately. But you know, trying to teach folks that sometimes become difficult if they are resistant to learning. But you know, great thing is that most of the people who listen to politics done right. We all love learning, so that's on our side. Anyhow, folks, uh, I got to get out of here. Uh, Maywood says, uh, oh, that's between Maywood and Michael. I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.